When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. <laughs> You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. That's simple, that easy. All right, we've got a lot to get to today. Arizona football out there, spring practice. Everybody hop on again. We got our, excuse me, fall, uh, fall practice. There's a lot to get to. First and foremost, this is an impressive team right here. If you're just looking at it as opposed to what it was at this point last year. And... You might say, well, what do you mean by that? If you watch this game, if you've been out of practice, you know that this team just looks a little bit different in that everything is a little bit crisper. Everything is a little bit more, how do I put this? It looks like the players just know exactly where they need to be at that point. And you got to give a lot of credit here to Jed Fish, a lot of credit here to Jed Fish, because, you know, let's be honest here. He inherited a train wreck. We've talked about that a great deal, but this is also a guy that has built things up the right way, and we're going to go position by position uh, with what we saw out there. And again, great to we love to get your guys' feedback here. And let's just start at the let's just start at the quarterback position. Everybody was talking about Jaden Delora. Would Jaden Delora be able to be? You know, is is he going to be as good as he was at Washington State? And I think the one thing about this team and the one thing about this squad right here is that it's going to go as far as the quarterback takes it. And Delora is a gamer. There is no doubt about it. Delora is a gamer in that he he makes throws. He is able to maneuver around the pocket in a way that you a lot of times just don't see from a lot of major college quarterbacks. You don't really see it last year when it was from a Gunner Cruz or Will Plummer or whatever the case may be. But this is a guy that deservedly has that starting quarterback spot and, you know, barring injuries, probably going to be running that one this entire season. Very impressed by him out there and he's getting untouched more with his receivers. And that's something that I th- we're going to have to keep an eye on, obviously, but it's exciting to see out there. And again, this is a, this is a player who right now, um, 
is going to take Arizona as far as they can go. Now, then you're looking at the other guy in there, the player in the room that everybody wants to talk about, and that's Noah Fafita. Now, right now, Noah Fafita is your backup quarterback, but anybody that was out there, anybody that was out there back in the A, and I see you there, Duke, very good work right there. Anybody that was out there back in the A knows that there's something to Noah Fafita, and I was talking with the uh, I was talking with the great Brian Jeffries about this, and uh, you know, and Lamont Lovett, and both of them said that there is just something to Fafita, in that you know what, when he hits the field, whenever he does hit the field, he's probably not going to be coming off. He's just that type of dude, and if you watch him, and yes, he got one ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. Totally understand that. Not the tallest guy in the world, but. He's able to roll out. He's able to maneuver around in the pocket, and he's just able to make plays out there in a way that um, is just natural for him. Right now, I am totally in on, um, totally in on what I saw right there from the quarterback position. We're gonna get Nick. We're gonna get to the O line there, in, or we're gonna get to both lines there in just a second. Now, talked about the quarterback spot. JDL looked good. Noah Fafita looked good. Now, let's talk a little bit about the uh, running back position right there. And, you know, between Speedy Luke, between uh, Speedy Luke, again, no relation to me, but between the, uh, Speedy Luke, Jonah Coleman, there is some new talent that has certainly been infused along that offensive, or excuse me, on that offensive backfield. And right now, that's incredible. That's exciting. Now, Jonah Coleman is another one of those players, again, about five foot eight probably about 200 pounds, maybe a little bit more, but he's got some vision to him. He's not a breakaway guy like a speedy Luke, but he is able to hit the field. He's able to get into there and he's also able to get into that secondary and he can push some guys around big fan of Jonah Coleman. And we've talked about this before, but I do think that he is going to be the player that is going to be that bell cow at some point. Now, again, he's a true freshman. So who knows exactly when that point's going to hit, but he does seem to have a little bit of that next level oomph to him for lack of a better term that, um, that you're looking for. And again, we're going to talk about speedy Luke. We're going to be talking about him a great deal throughout the season. And, he didn't disappoint. He's a little guy. Everybody knows that, but he's also football comes naturally to him. You can tell he's not the player that is going to get into the backfield and not know and not have any kind of idea where he's going to go. He can see creases. He can see lanes and that's where he's incredibly impressive. I don't know how many carries. I don't know how many touches he's going to get per game, but he's going to probably be in somewhere in that five to eight to 10 range, something like that. I think that's what you're looking at right there. So that's kind of what you saw right now from the quarterbacks and the running backs. Now, uh, Nick Howard says, let's talk a little bit about the O-line. By the way, Nick, I'm not ignoring you on the texts or on the, uh, excuse me, on the tweets. I will be responding to you tonight. was just up at the game though. So, but let's talk about the O-line. This to me is the biggest concern on the team. And I think you're okay at that start on on the starting line, and I think that manifested itself for the most part with Jordan Morgan and Peyton Fears. I think you're solid at those tackle positions, and then with Josh Donovan, Josh Baker, and um, excuse me, and uh, Jonas Savanea, you've got some you've got some experience, you got some size, and you've also got some physicality right there. I'm okay with that line. Again, I don't think it's a great line, but I think it's okay. 
but they're going to have to stay healthy. And you saw that again during the scrimmage. You saw that when that's when some of those second team linemen were in there, it became more of a struggle. It became those lines were getting blown up. And that's not what you want to see if you're Arizona. So again, you're going to have injuries. It's going to be imperative to find some depth around there. But right now, maybe get a, a Leaf Magnuson, somebody like that. But those five got to stay healthy. And because after that, it's a little bit of a, it's a, there's a lot of question marks, to be honest with you. But overall, though, just on the offensive side of the ball, I was happy with what I saw. There were quick decisions that were being made by the quarterbacks. There were a couple great throws. I mean, I can't tell you again, a couple throws that Jaden Delora made to Jacob Cowing were next level. By the way, we're going to talk about Jacob Cowing here in a little bit because that is the best player on this team right here and what exactly you do do with Jacob Cowing. But between, between the quarterbacks and what they're able to do, zinging the ball around the field, I like what I saw. Now, the line's going to have to give them a little bit of uh, help, obviously. But let's talk now about the wide receivers. The wide receivers, if everybody out there, you know, the wide receivers are the strength of the team right here. And that and that's not going anywhere. That's not going to change. That's going to be their bell cow all season. But before we get into that, real quick, let's talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Codeword PHNX. All right, here's the deal. You can put up. And you can put down a minimal deposit and you can get up to a thousand dollars in free plays. That's simple, that easy. Arizona only, 21 and up. If you got a gambling problem, call 1 800 next step. They will get you all taken care of. But again, I love the over of the two and a half. I am back in the A to the fullest on this one. And if you back the A, get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you want to gamble, this is the place to go. Take the over two and a half. Say Mike Luke sent you. Or again, if you think I'm an idiot, Go against me, but either way, that's the place you want to be, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. They will get you all set up right there. All right, at the wide receiver spot, guys, ladies, this team is loaded. This team is, this This might be the deepest receiving core that I've ever seen at the U of A, and I go back quite a ways here with, uh, with this team. You've got, or excuse me, with this program, now, let's talk about Jacob Cowing first. Anybody that's watched him, anybody that's seen the practice right there, you know that this is a player that is next level. This is what an NFL player looks like. He is hes the best player on the team. He can get behind defenses. He can get over the middle. They have him returning kicks. He's never returned kicks before. I'm a little reticent about that. We will get to that in just a minute. But right now, Jacob Cowing is, is that guy. And if he's on an NFL roster next year, I don't think that anybody in the least bit is going to be surprised by that because he is, again, he is that dude. Um, I am a little worried about him as far as uh, returning kicks because, again, he's not the biggest guy in the world. But there's a next-level factor to him. And if Jed Fish really wants to get him the ball, then I'm going to trust Jed Fish on that one because with Jacob Cowling, there is a lot to like there. There is a because. Again, we talked about it with Speedy Luke. There is, with football players, there is a a little bit of a, some guys are fast, some guys make you miss, some guys can do a little bit of everything. And Jacob Cowing is a natural football uh, player, 
And uh, Nick, we'll get to that in just a moment. And But again, watch him. This is a guy that's going to be going over 1,000 yards. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. And he'll probably be in the NFL next year. To Tora McMillan, everybody wanted to know, T-Mac, the highest rated player to come through to the U of A for, at a skill position, big time talent. He caught that fade in the end zone right there. You're going to be seeing a lot more of that. I would actually like to see him maybe not catch the ball as much just in those situations and be used as your traditional wide receiver. But he's, again, he's big time. He is going to be a player that is going to cause problems for defenses for as long as he's here. Certainly a next level NFL type player. Then you look over there and you look at that. Uh, you look at the other wide receivers, AJ Jones, UCLA transfer stuck out. He looked incredibly interesting right there. Um, Caught that long pass, six foot four, big dude. Not sure how much he's going to play this year, but stuck out again. Jamari Joyner with another really nice game as well. Jamari's been sticking out. And um, again, at that receiver spot, they're loaded. We didn't even mention Kevin Green, who I'm going to throw my hot take out there right now. I think Kevin Green is going to be the player that leads here in this re uh, recruiting class as the most distinguished as far as having the most yards. I think he's that guy. But big, big tip of the cap to Jed Fish on this because he came in last year. He was lacking some talent at that receiver position. And in one, one recruiting cycle, he totally overhauled it. So we'll see what this means. But right now, this is a guy that's going to be next level. Now, uh, Vincent Kwan asked about uh, Dorian Singer. Singer's solid. Across the board. I don't know that Singer has kind of the game-breaking capabilities that some of these other players do, but Dorian Singer, as long as he's at the U of A, is going to be in that rotation. He's going to be that player who you can probably count on getting 40 catches for 500 yards throughout the season. He's that guy. Dorian Singer was very solid out there. Big fan of him. Always been a big fan of him. So that's kind of where you look at it, the offense. And again, I think that this offense is going to be significantly improved. Not saying it's going to be great, but I think it's going to be significantly improved. And I think that they're going to be able to win some games with this offense right now. Now, let's talk a little bit about, and uh, let's see, Nick Howard says, more push ball down the field or the short stuff we saw last year. I think you're going to see a little bit of both. But what's very interesting, though, is that you've got the guys now that can get deep and you've got quarterbacks and you can get them the ball. So I do look for offense. I do look for an offense in both ways to be able to beat you with the short passing game and also beat you with the long passing game. There's a lot to work with right there. So let's get to the defensive side there in just a second. And we're going to work backward. We're going to talk corner. Then we're going to talk linebacker. Um, I don't believe that, uh, Joiner is going to play any QB this year. Could be wrong. Mario Mesa, as you know, back the A, my man. Appreciate you all. So, but let's talk now about the cornerbacks. Also want to tell you about Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX. Check it out. Great raffles going on. You can go to GoPHNX. You can check it out on the website. All kinds of stuff right now. And right now, I am uh, very, uh, very improved, very impressed by what I've seen though from Four Peaks. Check it out, great brew. All right, now let's see here. I don't see, uh, I don't like I said, I don't see Joiner throwing any passes, but um, David Matola, appreciate your kind words right there. You're fantastic, appreciate all of you. Now, let's talk about the defensive backfield first, and then we'll work our way in. 
there's some length right there. And uh, Vincent, uh, Stuke should be good, but they're going to take time with him. It, I don't believe it's anything serious, but they're going to take some time with him as they should. Now, defensively, this team right now is, they look, I don't, they're not going to be great by any means. As a matter of fact, I can see their numbers being somewhat similar. But right now, on the just on the defensive side, you could tell, and Jed Fish has talked about this from day one, that he wants to get bigger across the board. If he's going to miss, he's going to miss because he's missing big. And you just look at the corners right there between Ephesians Price Sock at six foot two and excuse me, Ephesians Price Sock at six foot two, Takario Davis at six foot three. That's the future of those DBs right there. Both those guys have Sunday looks to them. I'm not sure how much they're going to play this year, but right now they're going to be in that rotation, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if by next year they've locked down two starting spots. They look different generally than what you uh, what you've seen. Now, Sean, we're on uh, we're on the defense right here. Now, a Christian uh, Christian Young, that's just going to be the that's just going to be the player that's just going to he's. He's going to probably be in the box a little bit, kind of in that strong safety role. He's also going to be in the backfield, but he's just got to make plays. I think the other guys, you want to be a more of a corner, uh, excuse me, more of a cover corner situation. But right now, I think that um, uh, you need Young to be that guy that can make plays in the uh, make plays either in the backfield or over in the passing game. And I think he's uniquely equipped to be able to do both. Big fan, just got to be able to break through this year. And um, again, at the another safety, other safety positions, there's some guys that are certainly uh, being worked in and out. Obviously, you've got a DJ Warnell out of UCLA. They need him to be that um, kind of that ball hawk back there, that last line in the secondary. And I think that he's got that capability of being able to do that. So that's kind of where you're looking at at the secondary. Now, again, trading Stukes, um, he should be okay, dealing with a little bit of an injury, but right now. He's the player that um, will be lining up opposite Christian Roland Wallace. And Christian Roland Wallace, to nobody's surprise, was a big-time player, uh, is probably the linchpin of that secondary. Physical guy, he's going to be somebody that Arizona is going to count on throughout the year. There was nothing in this scrimmage that dissuaded that point of view at all. So overall, I think the defensive, uh, I think the secondaries can be a strength of this team. I really do. You... It's going to be, again, it's going to be difficult to, uh, if there isn't a great pass rush, which we're going to get to in a minute, but overall, I think the talent in the secondary is much better. And you can tell that Jed Fish, his whole thing with, you know, being the 33rd NFL team, there's a lot of that that's going on right there. And as Nick Howard just says, NFL DBs are getting bigger and that you're not kidding right there. Okay. Now let's get into that linebacker spot. Cause I think that's maybe the most concerning part of the defense, maybe the most concerning part of the team. And, but let me tell you first about FOCO, our guy, Brandon Sanders, maybe the hardest hitter that's ever come through the U of a have talked about FOCO. He's got one of the coolest U of a hats you have ever seen. He backs the a check it out right there. You can get all the best merchandise. You can get bobbleheads. You can get all the best paraphernalia you want. Check it out at foco.com. Okay. At that linebacker spot, it's um, you know, you're only gonna, you're gonna be running a four two five, so you're only gonna have a couple guys out on the field. Now, the first one, Jerry Roberts is gonna be one of those players. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Had a nice year, had a couple nice games last year, but um, you know, just need him to stay healthy. After that, that's you got a lot, you got some questions. You got Malik Reed. 
he's probably going to get the first shot at that big physical guy. And then after that, you've got a Deuce Lane. You've also got an Anthony Solomon. Solid players. Um, but is anybody going to be able to make that move? Because I think Jerry Roberts is going to be solid for the U of A. But is he going to be able to make that move to where, uh, you know, you have somebody next to him that makes his life easier and came away from this game and we still don't really know that. We'll know more. I'm curious to see what uh, Jed Fish has to say as we go on later in the week. But that's the position to keep an eye on, and there's still a lot of question marks there. It's not that there's question marks because a lot of because there's a lot of talent or a lack of talent. It's because there's just not been a lot of guys that have played a ton. So now on the defensive line, I am cautiously optimistic about the D line right here, and I saw some things again. Hunter Eccles. I believe has to be that guy. And we've talked about it quite a bit, but Hunter Eccles, the USC transfer has to be able to get in that six, seven sack realm. Another player that he's shown out throughout. It's now when the, when the lights come on against San Diego state, he's got to be able to be out there. He's got to be able to perform. And I think he's going to, I think that he could flirt with some all conference honors. Arizona needs him lining up opposite Jalen Harris. Jalen Harris, I believe, is just best when his arm is on the when his hand is on the ground, getting after the passer. I think he's got really good bend. He's able to get past his guy. He's just got to be able to make it work. He's got to be a six or a seven guy along with Hunter Eccles. And um, I think they can do that. I, I have faith in both of them. I'm a big fan. Uh, Nick Howard says, are we still undersized at the linebacker spot? Not necessarily undersized. I wouldn't say that, but I would say that this is a team that has a lot of unproven talent and we're going to have to figure out where everybody does fit in. Um, and if somebody can emerge, whether from a pass rusher, from a run stuffer position to be able to put in there, we're going to find that one out for sure. So let's get to the D line. And for the longest time, how many times have people said, oh, the Arizona D-line, the Arizona D-line, the Arizona D-line? The Arizona D-line is different now. We're now at the point where at that D-tackle position, we have expectations. And Keon Bars is that player that you should have expectations for because, again, he's second-team all-conference, five sacks in ten games. He's got to be the anchor in that interior that everybody plays off of. And if everybody plays off of him – then you're gonna you're gonna be more than okay. But again, he's that dude. He's just got to stay healthy. A lot of questions about who's gonna line up next to him. Could it be Savea? Could it be Shand? A lot of questions. We don't know that. But overall, I think the defense can be solid. Not great. But I think the defense can be solid. Um, Sean Seeley says, "How did the turf look?" We're gonna get to that in just a moment. I can't tell you how impressed I was by the turf and everything we saw out there. Now, do want to tell you again? Got to pay the bills. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. So you put down the deposit. You can get up to $1,000 in free plays. That's simple, that easy. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. But again, this is the time to back the A. This is the time to say, you know what? I like the over two and a half or I like the over of three. Say Mike Luke sent you. Well, really don't. Just put in code word PHNX. That's where it's at. Um... And if you want to bet on anything from props to in-games to futures, anything you want, DraftKings Sportsbook app has you covered. Nick Howard just said, did we have six sacks as a team last year? We did, but almost all of them <laughs> came from one player. So, But if you wanted to bet on that, you could probably go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you could bet on that. All right, now let's talk special teams. 
special teams has been a monstrosity in recent years for Arizona football, and I'm not breaking any news. Everybody knows what we've seen out there. Uh, Kyle Ostendorp is a real problem for opposing teams. He's going to be a weapon for Arizona. He is a punter that looks like he could play in the NFL. He's consistent. You can probably bank on a 45, 48-yard net from him, maybe even more, but he there's going to be high expectations for him because of what he can do. Tyler Loop, they missed some field goals, but at the same time, um, you kind of wonder if he's a guy that when the lights come on, he's going to make his because he made them last year. And then at the kick returner spot, you've got Jacob Cowing, who is obviously in that mix right now. I do worry a little bit about Cowing, though, because I don't want him to get hurt again. He's the best player on the team. He's the one that can, you know, break defenses. He's the one that can return kicks. All of that. Jacob Cowing is that dude. Um, so, and then Speedy Luke, that's who I would like to see take over and be that player. I'd love to see Speedy Luke become that running back who, you know, quite frankly, or excuse me, that jack of all trades that gets eight to 12 touches and four of them are on special teams returning kicks. He's not just football fast. He's fast in general. He's next level fast and he's elusive. Arizona needs to utilize him, but I do expect the special teams to be somewhat of a strength this year. All right, now just some of the peripheral stuff. The field looked fantastic. If you're not following on Twitter, if you follow at Iron Mike Luke or PHNX underscore Wildcats, the field looked absolutely amazing. It's sharp. It's crisp. Um, it sticks out to you immediately. They just got to keep it in good shape, but that is a field that I could see a lot of kids wanting to play on. So, and then... Just to kind of just to summarize right here, this is a much better team than last year, folks. This just is. You watch the quarterback spot, it's far more engaged, it's far more in depth. There's way more, just just a better connection from the players, from the coaches, everything. And it's going to be exciting to watch how this game, how this team does play out this year. I'm not going to say they're going to be great, but this is a team that I think should be able to make that next step in year two under Jed Fish and get into that four or five win plateau. I think they have that talent. Give you an idea. When I was watching them last year, I didn't think they had that talent. I thought that this was probably a one or a two win team. Turned out that was pretty much the case. But when you got a quarterback, when you got dynamic receivers, and you got a D line that actually could be a strength of your team along with the solid secondary, you can make some plays. Now, again, not going to sit here and tell you that th everything is everything is great because there's there's a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about the depth on the O line. Um, you certainly have questions at that linebacker, especially, you know what the depth is. But this was a very good practice. This was a good scrimmage. And yes, Nick uh, Nick Howard says you got a man crush on Cowing. I absolutely have a man crush on Cowing. He's got to keep playing like that though, and he's going to make a lot of money. But um, again, they got another practice here coming up on the 20th. I'd encourage everybody to go out there. It's a great time. The coaching staff is incredibly engaged uh, with the players. The players are fun to watch. They're all having a great time. But, you know, again, everybody can't thank you enough for hopping on here. We're going to be doing more. Again, we got the season right around the corner. We're going to be doing post every post-game show for every single football and basketball game, obviously. You know where to be. This is the only place you need to be. But for everybody out there that made, you know, uh, that uh, commented, that chipped in, 
I can't thank you enough. Uh, big kudos for uh, to Brian Jeffries and Lamont Lovett for allowing me to sit up there with them and uh, basically soak in some expert knowledge. But for everybody out there, again, a big tip of the cap. We will be back with you tomorrow. Wanted to have this on here. Wanted to have a spring game, or excuse me, a fall, first fall scrimmage, post scrimmage thoughts. But I'm Mike Luke. Everybody out there, again, thanks again. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.